yet. We got a long way to go. We got a lot of work to do. We're close, and close don't mean, and you can put that on TV for me. I'm tired of coming close, and we're going to work our off till we ain't close anymore. And it may take some time. We're going to get it done. We aren't in there. We aren't. We aren't good enough. They're better than us. Black and white, simple fact. Could have, would have, should have is the difference. What I'm talking about. The good teams don't come in and say could have. They get it done. All right. It's that simple. I'm tired of saying could have, should have, would have. That's why we ain't good enough yet. Because we're saying could have, and they ain't. How about a Friday afternoon troll yet again from Tyler McComas? Who was I trolling? I know where that's aimed. Okay, it may have been aimed towards the West Coast. I know where that's aimed. Maybe. Can't confirm nor deny. Unbelievable. Hope you heard that, Mule Shoe. That's how a real man handles a football team, not some sissy boy who's scared to get in someone's face. Well, it sounded... Kind of like after their day one practice in a quick little press conference there that they're not close. All right, he, he was he was uh, he was pretty heavily downplaying. Yulshu uh, said that. Well, <laughs> yeah, I guess someone asked him about expectations, and and I think he gave the spiel about you know building towards championships and all that, and that's always going to be what we're about, but you could kind of read between the lines a little bit. He thinks they suck. (laughs) A tale as old as time, and and really Texas has perfected it. Their first-year head coach is saying, well, I I don't want national championship to be the expectation in year one. Let's just go ahead and throw that out in press conference number two. I think both Charlie Strong and uh, Tom Herman did that. Early on, like, let's not talk Tom about Herman national championship did. this year, please. That does not need to be the expectation. And Mule Shoe's basically saying, yeah, we're going to suck. What do you say? It's good to have high expectations, but it's smart to be realistic yes, or something exactly. like that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, good stuff. A little Jim Moore to get you started on a Friday. you got to love it. You know, that's funny now to hear this in late March on a Friday, but uh, I will remind, I I had to play that clip quite a few times in October and November of last year. It wasn't so funny back then. It was a story of every second half of our entire season, pretty much, wasn't it? Dude. I mean, uh, the two- Couldn't run the the, ball. We didn't try to run the ball. The Tulane game, right? Check. The Nebraska game, check. Um, not so much the Kansas State game. The Kansas game, check. The God, the Oklahoma State second half, yes, check. In the entirety of the Baylor game. So really, just about half of the games that you played last year in the regular season, that audio clip applied to it. Well, Ugh, that hurts. you know, frankly, um, outside of like a couple of big fourth down runs, by Caleb Williams, I I don't know what the final stats were against Oklahoma State, but I that long run in that game saved the statistics. A couple of runs against Texas and in Kansas saved the statistics. 
the run against Iowa State. Did that not say? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The run against Iowa State. That's that's pretty much the only play they had the entire day against. Uh, other Iowa than the State. other than the thick six that they uh, scored a yeah. touchdown. On. That's about it. Yep. Yeah. Well, hey, we'll uh, we'll definitely talk about some sports today. But uh, there's a Twitter question out on our Ref huh. Twitter page, the Ref. It's pretty easy to find us. Follow us there if you haven't already. What's a national perception about Oklahoma that annoys you the most? Now, I know I just kind of just threw this one on you, so right. I'll give you some time to think. I might throw out a couple of my own, a national perception. Um, it annoys me that people think only rich people live in Edmond. That's a national perception I don't like. <laughs> um, that Tulsa people are nice. That's another one. Uh. I don't like that perception at all. I'll read you some responses that we have here while you're thinking. Okay. Uh, Diane says that we all grew up on a farm. Yeah, um, it is interesting. Uh, there, there's a thought that we still ride horses to town and stuff. You know, it's pretty funny. Niall says that Kristen Chenoweth will personally show you around. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, you're going to love this one by Kurt, though. Oh, Kurt G up there. He lives in the Tulsa area. I'm for any national perception that keeps people away, which That's, is so true, man. That is exactly <laughs> right. Everyone keeps telling me about how great Oklahoma is, and Oklahoma City and Tulsa are some of the fastest-growing cities in the country, and – uh, okay, you gave me the bad news. Tell me the good news. How is that a good thing? Chad doesn't like it that we're all perceived as Republicans in this state. Yeah, fair <laughs> point. Fair point. I, I guess that happens when, what, 76 or 75 out of 77 counties are pretty much red every year? Yeah, this one says uh, when people say there is nothing to do. Most of those same people spend all their free time on social media or doing hobbies and going to bars slash restaurants, etc. Always things that can be found in every single state. Yeah, there really is nothing more to do unless there's a beach and the weather is better year-round. It's pretty much the same everywhere. I mean, there are some subtle differences, but... Guilty. I like this one from Jamie. Not a national perception, but I'll never forget on a trip to California in 1999, having lunch with my mom's extended family at Olive Garden, and her cousin was surprised we also had an Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I think Olive Garden has pretty much penetrated the entire United States market. I had a very uh, similar conversation with a relative of mine in Maryland. This would have... This was at the OUUSC National Championship game back in the 2004 season, um, 2005. He, uh, he asked if uh, we had TV in Oklahoma, to which I did confirm that we had television sets in well, Oklahoma in 2005. That guy's just an idiot. But, yeah. I guess most of the other national perceptions are – Mainly true. That's why they make us mad, probably, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Braden says, calling OKC Oak City. I've never understood that one. Do people say Oak State when talking about OSU? Oakie State, yeah. But I think, is Oakie State for Oklahoma State fans, is, that's a bad thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think that that's – they want to be known as OSU. The problem is Ohio State is yeah. known as OSU. So you can get away 
around here was saying OSU, but I feel like if you said it any other corner of the country, people would think Ohio State, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ohio State. Not Oregon mm-hmm. State, but yeah, Ohio State. Huh. I. Yeah, I, I think the biggest national perception is that Oklahoma is basically like the movie Twister. <laughs> and it's that's mostly true. That movie is actually a documentary of Oklahoma. Yeah. Now we still <laughs> drive those old uh, Dodge Rams from the 90s yeah. that uh, he had in that movie. I'm with Kurt, though, man. A- that's a great response. Have all the perceptions that you want. Yes, some of those are annoying. But uh, it keeps people out of the state for the most part. That's a great idea. It's kind of like the um, the Greenland Iceland thing. We should continue to paint Oklahoma as the most hillbilly backwards place in the entire uh, United States. Well, we're about to. Um, we do as good of a job as anyone during tornado season. And tornado yeah. season is about to happen. Thank, tornado thank the season media for that. Tornado season is when we paint our state as the most uh hillbilly corner of the country. Remember Pork Rind's guy that yeah. was on TV? Yeah. <laughs> that we need more we need more of the Pork Rind's guy on TV to keep uh, everyone out. We love him. Uh, we, he's we a love a statewide celebrity for about 6 months, wasn't he? And I'm all about this state and this area. You know, getting bigger and, and doing great things and adding more restaurants and all that. But I just don't want any Californians in here. I don't want any more Texans coming in here. Right. Yeah. I don't think Texans are coming here. Uh, if there's anyone in the – I guess they come here. They go to OU, and I guess some people stay. Maybe that's not right. But definitely don't want Californians, West Coast, coming here. I don't know. I, I I buy into Kurt's theory though. We need to we need to start the Greenland. Let's just start talking about how great Texas is. Right? <laughs> God, keep... if we could ever move to the big city in Dallas, then I <laughs> saw it was my dream as a kid. Yeah, we just live in Oklahoma until we can afford to live in Texas. Paul, oh, do you think I could ever live in Dallas? <laughs> Son, you can do anything you want. <laughs> Oh, and I hate that state with the passion too. God, it's the it's the worst. I'll still never forget the um, the picture I saw on Twitter from someone from Texas, where it said, "I'm I couldn't be happier that every everyone from the West Coast is moving to Texas. Here's a map to help you help you figure out what areas you want to live." And it had like all of. Texas and cities in Oklahoma had like Austin <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Dallas and everything Seriously. in Oklahoma. Seriously. It's pretty funny. Oh, uh, yeah. Keep the text coming. Well, I guess we can get some. 651-3439. Um, can, can you play Pork Rinds Guy for those who have never heard it? I think I had that in the system, actually. I'm trying so to. Re- I think so I what can. happened was there like a – there was a – I-40 was stopped and he was sitting on the tele- – tailgate of his pickup truck right yeah and what you won't be able to see he does the horns down at the end of the video which was pretty awesome no this is this is that's he later. started doing videos right, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. that's later um <laughs> so do you remember what happened the like, originally what what kept the traffic stopped up where everyone was it a move? storm um, that wasn't the storm that 
no, the the one that was that went through uh, El Reno. I can't. That may have been it because he was on I forty. Yeah, I like going towards West, and he couldn't get back to his house, so he just had some pork rinds, and he was sitting on the tailgate of his truck. Like I think that's uh, how he said it. You you know, I the the local news has like a magnet for pork rinds guy. They, yes, they find that guy yeah. everywhere. I. <laughs> My degree is actually in television broadcasting, and I am shocked that there was not an entire semester of, all right, here's five people. <laughs> like, this is 80% of, this is 90% of your grade. You tell us which guy that you want to interview, right? This is 90% of your grade. You better pick out the right one. Quick, you That was not one. a course when you I was in school. One shot. That was not a course when I was in school. I'm shocked that it wasn't. Uh, lady in the business suit, uh, Guy holding a briefcase, uh, guy in a wife beater with a pork rinds uh, yeah. bag. Yeah, yeah, let's go there. The road was flooded is what the text line says. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's so funny. Good stuff. All right, let's hit a quick opening timeout. We'll come back. We'll get back to the text line. We've got tons of great stuff to get into today. 651-3439, Air Comfort Solutions text line. We'll be back. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hey, Oklahoma friends, let me tell you a little something about Rightway Insurance. Lee and Thrive, knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about More Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. Watching football, riding his motorcycle, and of course playing cards with his friends were just some of the many hobbies that Dad had. When he passed away, the staff at Primrose assisted us in capturing the essence of Dad's life. The caring and personal touch that they provided my family will be remembered for many years. I encourage you to call Primrose today at 321-6000 to allow them to assist your family just the way they did mine. We came home, and we're talking, sitting there, and she reached over to pick up my phone, and the next thing I know, she is madder than a three-legged dog trying to bury a turtle in an icy pond. Appreciate that, poor crying guy. <laughs> Friday on the rush, <laughs> my God. Uh, okay, I, I was going to disagree with this text on the Air Cover Solutions text line. It was just proven to be true, I guess. This segment only proves why Oklahoma is 49th in the United States in many categories, especially education. Correct. <laughs> yeah, correct. Correct. Who's 50? Mississippi? They seemingly rank pretty low in uh, a lot of these categories as well. Yeah, I think they're just testing us in the wrong areas, <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, they have to be 50. Um, they can't even cheat right when it comes to college football recruiting. There you like go. Like everyone else in the SEC is cheating and not getting caught. Mississippi has to be 50. They're like really the only school in the SEC that was cheating and eventually got caught. It's, real, pretty, it's pretty sad. The real reason we're 49th is because we want to impress the rest of the country. 49th, everyone expects you to be dumb from Oklahoma. You show up, you're well-spoken, you have good ideas. They say, hey, 
you're actually pretty smart. That's right. You know, you set the bar low and you go in and exceed it whenever you meet somebody. Nathan on Twitter says, some believe our state is nothing but inbreds. Hmm. Yeah, we'll move on from that one. Uh. <laughs> Rather quickly. <laughs> yeah, I hate that people think Oklahoma's flat and windy. Well, I, Del Reno and west of it, <laughs> the other parts of the state are for sure. <laughs> Uh, Oklahoma perception. I hate the national perception that the 2021 OU football team was really close after getting outplayed by Tulane and Kansas and that LR is untouchable, even though he still hasn't figured out how to beat drop eight coverage. Sorry, got my feelings here. Crying face emoji. It is interesting. You know, that is part of it with Lincoln Riley is, you know, we've never had a coach. Well, maybe Fairbanks left. Is that the, he's the first coach since Fairbanks right, to yeah. leave? We haven't had – it's only happened once where a coach leaves Oklahoma to take another job. And even though that hasn't happened since, like, 1970, the perception when Lincoln left Oklahoma and, and went to USC, it's like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, that's – that's what you do. You leave Oklahoma and go to a better place, right? It's like, like Oklahoma's this hop-off point, even though it never has been. And a lot of people view that as just the logical next step for Lincoln Riley, right? Well, Oklahoma could only get Lincoln Riley so far, so it's time for him to go someplace better. I normally don't get to, I'll play him on the show. That's a little bit different for entertainment. The only thing that Colin Cowherd can say and do that actually really triggers me is just the whole vibe, and it may not represent everyone on the West Coast, but I feel like it does. This vibe of, oh my God, oh, poor you. Like, come on, no, no, thank God you got to the West Coast. How did you survive in the middle of the country? How did you survive in Oklahoma that long? God, poor you. I feel terrible for you. Oh, thank God you're finally in civilization on the West Coast. Well, he, he acts like this California elitist. And that is the one thing that actually gets under my skin, is that the only place worth living in this country is in California and nowhere else. I will say, Southern Cali- California, it is amazing. The weather is amazing. It's cool. It's dry. You've got the beach, you've got mountains, you've got all kinds of stuff in just a a small little area. Hell, Vegas isn't even that bad of a drive. There's access to all kinds of great things. But most people aren't millionaires. And if you're not a millionaire, Southern California can suck pretty bad sitting in traffic all day. Um, like There's a lot of bad things, but... There's not a lot of bad things if you are incredibly wealthy, like a lot of people are there. So, yeah, for for most of us, it's you know, it's not, whenever you picture Southern California and how nice it is, that life is really not attainable. Uh, one more on the Air Cover Solutions text line. We we have a ton, so so keep them coming. Four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine. The national perception that everyone lives in mobile homes in Oklahoma. Okay, yeah, that one is not necessarily true. However, I feel like you may not live in a mobile home now, but at some point in your life you did. 
Um, that goes for my first home as a, we were in a we were in a trailer out and kind of in the middle of nowhere. If you didn't live in a mobile home at one point, you've gone to school in a mobile home at some point. Dude, wow, I did both. Yeah, my life started in a mobile home, and my high school had a basically a mobile home on the side of it that was two extra classrooms. Yeah, that's right. Whew. That's right. So that's just that's kind of how it goes, and depends what you call a mobile home. It depends how big the tornado is, right? All homes are mobile at some point. <laughs> that's true. That's funny though. Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Keep it coming again on the uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. You'll love this, man. Here's the most predictable thing ever that could have happened. So I think it was two or three weeks ago. It's telling you about the player at Florida State that was yeah. basically holding out of practice, holding out of workouts until an NIL deal was done for him. Right. Right? And we thought, that's stupid. And I had the opinion of, I hope Florida State does not cave on this deal because this is the first situation that we've seen of this. I hope Florida State says, all right, see ya. We're like, we're not going to cater to you holding out NFL style just until you get an NIL deal. Well, apparently this guy's in the transfer portal now. Yeah. So this is Shocker. actually most news coming out of college football. It's met with some groans. Um, today on this Friday, this should be met with some celebration that he decided to hold out until an NIL deal is done. Now he's in the portal. So how Good long news. before he announces he's going to Texas A&M? Oh, uh, at some point this weekend <laughs> that happened. I'm sure he's on a visit to College Station. Right. It was he was a big time recruit. What? Well, yeah. You say A&M, and A&M is kind of the running joke when it comes to NIL. Do you know who's creeping up on that? Tennessee. Tennessee. Eight million dollars for a quarterback? Are what? you are you kidding me? He's a five star kid. I don't care. Eight million dollars. He's not a college football quarterback. I would pay eight million dollars for. Right. Jeez. Well, there might be a college quarterback I play. I'd pay eight million dollars for, but there's definitely not a high school quarterback what? that I'd pay eight million dollars for. Um, yeah, I. That's interesting, man, and I, I don't know. I, Oklahoma's going to have to do something. They're going to have to to get get something together and and be able to offer. Like, everyone can't be doing NIL stuff in Oklahoma be doing nothing. So Are they doing nothing right now? I, well, there's some stuff going on, but I don't know. I don't know how organized it is, and I think think there's there's people working towards that but at some point you've you've got to have something in place and I know the university doesn't have anything to do with it but you've got to have something in place you know you don't want to you don't want to like make it be your thing like that's how you're getting recruits because you're you're attracting and I'm not saying kids that want NIL deals are bad kids that's that's not what I mean but Whenever that's the way you're you're getting players, everyone's going to expect that, and it's never going to end. Sure. And whenever you pay guys, or and it's not the university, when guys get special deals, big deals, they're going to act like they deserve to be treated differently than everyone else. It's funny, NFL free agency with quarterbacks, we always say, oh, wow, dang, this quarterback just set the market. He's not the best quarterback in the league but he is the highest paid now when Rodgers re-ups when Russell Wilson re-ups dang what's their what's their That's number right. going to look like 
No, be ne- the same. Nico kind of set the market at quarterback at Tennessee this off. I mean, eight million dollars for the number four overall quarterback. I was proud of Heupel two days ago. I'm like, hey man, good for you. You beat Alabama in this recruiting race. Like, good for you for getting a quarterback. And then I find out, oh, they paid $8 million for him. Never mind. Seriously, dude? Come on. Well, Tennessee didn't. They have have a collective. He's getting paid $8 million to go there. Right. Which, by the way, according to On3, they do uh, NIL evaluations for, like, the top recruits and everything. Like, what their NIL – I guess they're basing it off of Instagram followers and Twitter followers or, like, what it would be. And I don't think Arch has a Twitter – but he still has the last name. They're evaluating Arch Manning, one of the most well-known recruits to come around in a long time, at $1.6 million. So Nico, who's going to Tennessee, uh, way, way more money well, than a guy like Arch Manning. I think it's $8 million he could make from now until his junior year. Which is four years. Like he got three hundred fifty thousand dollars immediately, right? I think so. And he, because well, he lives in California, so he's eligible for that. So I think it's it's probably more in the range of two million a year, right? So that's that's I'm not diminishing it that that's still incredible. Um, it's crazy, high school kid. Uh, dude, it's nuts, man. <laughs> we're talking about twenty. We're talking about guys going the, to the NFL that don't know how to manage money. We're talking about high school, and now kids, we're talking man. about high school kids that are trying to try. Not to manage college it. kids, high school kids. Yeah. We're not talking about college kids. We're talking about high school kids. That's a play on the Allen Iverson clip I played yesterday about practice. If right. uh, no one picked up on that, mm-hmm. here's an interesting text on the text line, and you were hinting this to me off the air a couple of weeks ago. I've heard Nebraska is starting heavily down the A&M route as well. Some money getting uh, built up in Lincoln currently, huh. recruiting. That's, a, that's an, interesting, it's an interesting dynamic there. Um, there's some big money in Nebraska, some big money out there. And you got to think, that is – when when I would have considered maybe a year ago if we were talking about this, Nebraska would continue to get to be left further and further behind. I, I like this may actually be the one way that they can level the playing field a little bit. But they're going to have to do it. They're they're going to have to go. I don't know if they have as much money as A and M, but they're going to have to go all in on NIL. Nebraska is. I don't. I doubt they have as much money as I don't. A&M. I don't think anyone has as much money as A and M in terms of what the program makes and the oil money that's down there, all that. But like you said, Nebraska's got deep pockets. They they but they got to utilize it. It just depends. Well, here's the here's the difference between maybe A and M and Nebraska. A and M is they're they're in a situation where they're they're keeping up with the Joneses in Texas, right? It's just it's a it's a race to see who can put up the most Christmas lights between them and Texas. There's nothing of real substance. There. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that, that that is the most accurate statement you're going to hear on this show today. But with Nebraska, it's like a 
it's like ingrained in their culture and they haven't been able to have access to it like on a really big consistent level for 20 years and if the right salesman maybe it's trev alberts if the right salesman can convince what is a big fan base i mean it's not I don't know exactly how big it is, but it, it's it's pretty big. I, if you can convince everyone to chip in instead of just – it, it would get tiresome if there's 10 guys that are throwing in $5 million a year and we're not winning games. It's like, come on, guys. Like, what's going on here? But if you can get a bunch of people to chip in a little bit, that, that adds up big time in – I feel like right now, if you pin down Nebraska's fan base and said, listen, guys, if if we can get 100,000 people to give this small amount a month and build this, this, this fund to be able to bring big-time players here, we, can, we got a shot at getting back. I feel like Nebraska would be one of the places where you could get big-time buy-in. You may not even need to do that. Um, all those – 75 and 80 year old fans up there mm-hmm. just make it to where Nebraska football's in each of their wills. Oh. Then you're taken care of for quite some time. 70 that's that's 75 80% of their fan base right now. Daddy left all the money to the <laughs> corn huskers. <laughs> I knew I loved him. <laughs> yeah, you act like they'd be <laughs> mad about that. That's the key to Nebraska getting back and being left in the will of all the 80 and 85 year old fans there. Yeah, uh, yeah. They'll, they'll be uh, they'll be the richest school in college football in five years if that happens. I'm not sure when I die, but make sure everything I have is given to a high school kid. <laughs> oh the, the, God. the best uh, five star defensive end in the country that, of that year, as long as his um, composite rating is above 99, you can give all of my belongings. I don't to wish him. bad things upon you. Um, but I do hope that in some weird situation that happens to your will when you pass, it's given to a four-star offensive lineman. <laughs> left, it's left oh, in gosh. care of like uh, OU's NIL department. You would say, okay, I agree to this. We're giving it to the four-star offensive lineman. He must wear number 69 up front. <laughs> <laughs> That's written in. That's written into the deal. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Hit us on the text line, 651-3439. This hour of The Rush is brought to you by Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers. Check out your local dealers for great purchase and lease deals on the full line of Buicks and GMC trucks. Hello, Oklahoma. Brandon Armstrong, operating partner here at Seth Wadley Ford in Paul's Valley, and I have an opportunity for you. Brandon, first. Great. I think it was beneficial for both sides. They had a sellout, which was great for their university and some national television exposure. So I felt it just a good win-win for both sides. Maybe they won't look at it that way, but I look at it that way. There's the GOAT, Patty Gasso, fresh off another run rule victory earlier this week at Kentucky. That's pretty funny. Uh, It's a win-win for both teams. It was on TV. Well, I don't know if they look at it. We run ruled them, but it was pretty good for us. Uh, Conference play starts this weekend, man. Three-game home set against Baylor. (laughs) This is like a totally unfair question, but the numbers say that I can ask this. What's a better over-under for run rules this weekend? Home series against Baylor. Already run-ruled the Bears earlier this year in Hawaii. One and a half 
or two and a half for a three-game series? Two and a half. I think so. I said on Diamond Envy, I did the two and a half over-under for run rules this weekend. Well, here's the thing, man. And Coach Gasso talked about this last year. And I think maybe you mentioned this too at some point this year is that there ends up being a lot of lost time because of run rules uh, of experience for their team. Totally. And at at some point you're it, it's hard. You can't tell your you're not going to tell your pitcher to you know throw some meatballs up there. You're not going to tell hitters to strike out on purpose. I so I don't know how you can combat that. I guess you can't. It's just a reality you have to try and learn to live with. But would it be like OU plays Missouri State and at the be you know, at the end of the third quarter they're like, All right, that's it. Everyone go home now. You don't get a chance to play the freshman in the fourth yeah, quarter. That's that's <laughs> kind of what it is. Unfortunately though it's more like whenever Kyler was Baker's backup and you can't really put in the the second unit yeah. and not expect like the same results, right? Because the, the players right now that are rotating in for the softball team are, are unbelievable, highly recruited, high, highly gifted players there. So it's just a reality that she's got to deal with somehow. And I don't know if – Maybe they do more uh, scrimmaging uh, against one another than than most teams may do. I don't know how they how they combat that or if there's nothing really you can do to make up for it. So I don't know. Um, I'll go ahead and take the over on the two and a half. By the way, on run rules, yeah, probably right. And <laughs> that's not fair at all. Like they can sweep this weekend. None of the games can be a run rule, and it's an incredibly successful weekend. It is. But they've been so dominant, 22 run rules in 26 games. I mean, we expect them to at least run rule Baylor a couple of the games just like they did in Hawaii earlier this year. That's right. just kind of how good they are. It comes with the territory. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's, it's, it's part of it. Not a whole lot you can do about it. But, um, you know, it's also interesting. Like, Think about how many at-bats – over the the last two years that Jocelyn Allo's maybe not going to get oh, because of that. Yeah, are you kidding home me? Runs and yeah, think about think about all the missed abs. Think about all the walks, and there wasn't like you know 150 walks or anything like that. But I think it's pretty fair to assume there would have been a few more home runs if well, teams had been pitching to her all year long. Well, here's the thing: uh, a lot of it. Those those would have been at bats against not uh, Sandercock and God. You always got to go Montana there. Fouts. Like, you, but you know what I'm saying. It's I you know, know you're it, saying. it's not the it's not the elite of the elite pitching out there that she'll be facing later in the year. So yeah, more likely to have hit home runs. Uh, text line says eliminate the softness of the run rule. These are college athletes, not ten U softball. You know, I do think it it is interesting that it's not that the 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 run separation isn't all that much for a run rule. Yeah, like eight after I mean the eight runs. We don't see it every single game, or you know, or every single series where someone puts it up an eight spot, but. 
it, it is possible, and especially well, for a sport like college softball, is you think that you could do away with it because of how quickly the game moves. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's interesting. You know, like, you're not going to put up eight against Oklahoma in an inning. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, that, that's most likely not going to happen, but. I mean, Oklahoma could put up eight on someone in an inning really quickly. Uh, they've done that multiple yeah, times. Yeah, so it, it, I don't know. It, I'm, I'm wondering why that, why that rule is like that, that it's so – the separation isn't that much. Uh, is this really Jed Castles of News 9 that just hit us up? He sent us a link on YouTube. I think it's Pork Rind's guy. Is oh, who nice. Said. Sorry about you, Jed. We got your phone number now. It's in the system. You know what? Hey, next time there's a major storm, should we both call him and be like, "Hey, Jed, you think that storm's gonna be pretty bad on Tuesday? What do you think?" <laughs> Red Lobster after the show, it's on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jed will never text this show again. His number's been revealed. We'll start blowing him up at the most random of random times. Hey, I, I want to hit this text real quick because it's so funny. You uh, you made the statement last segment that. Either you grew up in a trailer at one point or in another, right? Or your high school had a trailer, or your school had a trailer. <laughs> yeah, you either, at some you point. either lived in one at one point or went to school in one. At some some point. guy said, uh, "Dang it, Teddy! I was proud of myself for having never lived in a mobile home." Then you were mentioned the classroom mobile home. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Hey, there's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with living in a mobile home. Absolutely zero. Efficient. <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't. I would not have called it efficient. There's lots of storage underneath. Be careful crawling around down there, though. No telling what's under it. Varmints. Bodies. Good stuff. Yeah. Keep keep the text coming. Even you, Jet Castle. 405-651-3439. It is interesting, though. We do have a high percentage of mobile homes in Oklahoma. And... We have a very low percentage of basements, although it's the worst place in the world to live in a mobile home, and a basement would be the most useful thing that you could have in your house, but for some reason, we have tons of mobile homes and no basement. I actually, I, our house has a basement. It now, does? Our house- Is it a disaster? No, not really. Um, not as bad as I thought it was going to be, even after a torrential downpour. I mean, it gets it leaks a little bit, but not bad. Our house is also built in 1908. Yeah, all the so old houses have. All them. the old houses have basements, but I don't think really any of the, the new ones do. I, I, had, I had a house on campus for a while mm-hmm. that I stayed in whenever I came back in the off-season and stuff. And it had a basement in it, but so there was like a door in the kitchen that went down to the basement. It was just a open air dirt pit underneath my house. I you could crawl in through a hole in the side of the house and just be down there in the dirt basement. <laughs> so it flooded every single time it rained. Oh yeah. Well, it wasn't too bad because the way like the drainage of the house was set up to where it wouldn't, but it was still weird that it was like there's a finished basement, then there's an unfinished basement, and then there's the dirt hole that was underneath <laughs> my house. All right, quick time out, more from the rush coming up. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. 
If you're selling your home, don't list with the MLS. That system made sense 25 years ago when people were still using a phone book. The best way to sell your home today is by using fsbohomes.com. Most homes on fsbohomes.com sell faster than the market average for more than the appraised value and without an agent on the listing or buying side, saving you up to 6% of your home's price in needless commissions. So don't waste all your money on agents. Sell your home using fsbohomes.com. Yeah, hi there. My name is Bob and I need some help. I haven't filed my taxes in over five years. Um, I haven't told my wife about it and I really need to figure this thing out. Hi, uh, my husband and I owe about $14,000 in back taxes, and I'm afraid uh, we might end up losing our business. I really don't want that to happen. I'm Rod Polston, founder at Polston Tax. We get calls like these all the time. Good, hardworking people who don't know where to turn when they're facing tax problems. Yeah, I've been getting these letters from the IRS. I don't know what I should do. At Polston Tax, we know what to do when it comes to dealing with the IRS. We've helped more than 2,000 individuals in the last year alone save over $17 million in back taxes. Call us today for a no-risk-free consultation so we can develop a plan specifically for you. Call Polston Tax at 405-928-5597. That's 405-928-5597. Buffalo Wild Wings win-win value lineup gives you and your friends more for less. With buy one, get one half off traditional wings every Tuesday. Buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. And $3 tolls every day. Only at Buffalo Wild Wings. Join the Unlimited Club at Oki Express Auto Wash. Then you can wash your car every day for one low monthly price. And right now, save half off your first month. Oki Express Auto Wash, where you can wash your car every day for one low monthly price. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center is one of the leaders in orthopedics and podiatry surgery in the state. With six orthopedic surgeons and one podiatrist, along with on-site PT and one of the largest open MRIs in the state, they are able to diagnose, treat, and help with recovery for a wide range of injuries. With offices located across the state, they are never too far away. Give them a call at 405-364-7900 or visit them on the web at orthonorman.com for appointments or more information. Tyler McComas here, and if you're like me and you love to bowl, Sooner Bowling Center has made it even easier for you and your family to bowl. Visit SoonerBowl.com and skip the line to make online reservations. You can reserve your lanes, book a group party, or birthday party all by just visiting them online. With great food from the Spare Time Grill, bowling, and the newest patio in town, Sooner Bowling Center is great for the entire family. 550 24th Avenue Northwest or visit SoonerBowl.com. Hello, Oklahoma. Brandon Armstrong, operating partner here at Seth Wadley Ford in Pauls Valley, and I have an opportunity for you. Brandon, first, great job on making Seth Wadley Ford of Pauls Valley becoming the number one Ford truck king. And second, what's your big opportunity? Thanks, Seth. Now anyone can order a new Ford truck the way they want with the options they want. Citra Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you hour number one of the rush on a Friday. Air Comfort Solutions text line says, Hey, pretty boy, read a book sometime. No basement in Oklahoma because the amount of clay in the soil around here. Thanks. 
hey, pretty boy, read a book sometime. Uh, that's an amazing way to start off a text. God, that makes me laugh. Oh, God. I appraise real estate, soil composition in Oklahoma makes basements not very cost effective. Okay, cool. Uh, any hauntings in your home, Tyler? When I forget to put the toilet seat down, it's a pretty haunted ordeal in my home. I assure you of that. <laughs> yeah. I like that the soil makes basements not very cost effective. There's a bunch of things that we do with houses that aren't very cost effective. Pools aren't very cost effective. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that isn't very cost effective. Tyler and Teddy question. Next year on Fox Big Noon kickoff, sometime during the year, uh, the will I interview or have Muleshoe on the show and ask him why he left Oklahoma for USC? Basically, I think that they're asking here, is or Bob and Muleshoe going to have to have an interaction on the pregame show? I, I would imagine. To. That's going to happen. That's too big of a story uh, for them to avoid. Bob will handle it like a pro. I don't have any doubt about that. But I know we're all going to be watching, you know, thinking, oh, God, what's he going to do here? Is he going to say something? Is he right. going to comment? What do you think? If I called Lincoln and asked him to come on this radio show, what do you think he would say? Um, <laughs> don't even start it off. Uh, no, dude, he's too chicken. You know what to do that? There's no way. Well, here's the bad thing. He wouldn't even show up at Rudy's last year. If if he did come on the show, like if I asked him to come on the show and he said yes. Like I would feel like because I know that he didn't he wouldn't have to do it. He's not obligated to do it at all. So I wouldn't feel very compelled to not blindside him because he would have to somewhat expect some stuff, but I just I couldn't conduct the type of interview that people would want. Right. Well he it would be on his terms. He would almost script it out. He would want the he would want it to be scripted out as to, I did it for my family. He would want to be kind of a uh, sympathetic figure in all this. Right. You know. Yeah. There would be no tough questions asked there. It just, it, I don't think it would, because I thought it, about no, it. I was no. like, you know, I bet he probably would. But then I was like, but it wouldn't be an interview that anyone would care to hear about. No, no chance. So, all right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Hour number two is next.